0: Hello, and welcome to the Believing Theologist podcast, spreading God's message, sound doctrine, and the gospel to Lansing, uh state of Michigan, the city of Michigan. <laughs> I should have practiced uh, to, to further his reaches to the UP. My name is Matthew Smith, and this is my friend Mike Bartshee.
1: Not bad, man. Usually people trash that. <laughs>
0: That's why I said it slowly. slowly. I like I don't <laughs> want to That's why I said it really slowly. That's so funny. Well, today a very very going to be a very short, interesting episode. Yep. Predestination, among other things.
1: Oh yeah, yep. we're going to talk about it. Yeah,
0: we. Uh, I think you know, we we talked for about an hour and a half off air, <laughs> so a lot of what we could have said or didn't say, we didn't say. Well, we probably should have been recording long ago, but
1: uh, we were catching up, dude.
0: So let's just do it this way then, Mike. Okay. Um, since we don't really have time to get fully into the Scripture at this point, we can save that for another day.
1: Oh, yeah, we're going to. Yeah. I need to be back on thing. things. It's yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, so pre-de- uh, predestination. What is your understanding? And what brought you to this search and or, I guess, start timer. <laughs> what brought you to the search and or this uh, method of thought?
1: That's a good question. Um, So about, I'll give you, I have to drop the testimony first. So like, let's start off with, uh, when the first thought came in there, it was you and I, we were working across from each other and uh, you had said something to me about predestinationalism or Calvinists. And I started looking into it. Oh, thank you, bud. Oh, there we go. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I'm still learning all this fanciness. So it was you who actually introduced the whole topic of what is Calvinist or Calvinism. And I'm, I'm trying to tread lightly because Mm -hmm. he is a very intelligent man. Absolutely. Uh, His writings are fantastic. He has a very good, um, grasp on what God was. I thought, I believe he was a God-fearing man from his writings. You know, they would know you by your fruit. And, um, so saying that I'm treading lightly and, um, (laughs) And I'm not trying to offend anybody, but when I did go through this whole, like, the huge um, trying to grasp it and understand it was shortly after my son had passed away, Mm -hmm. uh, Gabe had drowned. And um, I I went through this whole process of, like, trying to figure out whether or not it was, you know, like, why did I get this cup? Like, how do I push it away? And, um, And it goes back to the Garden of Gethsemane. You know when christ was leaning over the rock and or whatever he was doing at the time praying like crazy and he couldn't get rid of that cup Mm -hmm. it was god's will yeah you know so then it gets to that point where like do you no matter how was i born for this is this is exactly why i was born for it and um would it have happened to me in a similar setting would it have happened to me if i wasn't with abby would it have happened with me Who's my wife, by the way, mm-hmm. and um amazing we, woman yeah, thank you <laughs> <laughs> um, w- w- these things were hard for me to grasp mm-hmm. um, and I questioned everything, you know that dude I mean yeah. I even questioned if I was even born at a certain date, but um so I dove in and instead of finding predestination as something that was set up for me, and this is m- you know my beliefs and my readings and understandings. And I can't. Uh, I, I I'm solely looking at the Bible as a catalyst. It wasn't. It wasn't until it, you know you get into John, and you read that those who believe, you know, John three sixteen. It's mm-hmm. the easy one. Everybody put picks it up. Yeah. But there's more to that. And even you and I were reading that. That the very fact that the choice is ours to make. Mm-hmm. But after that, it's it's up to him. Yeah. You know what I mean, and and it's through the Holy Spirit as the person has changed. And um, just thinking about it, I'm sorry, buddy. But, no, you're um, fine. Um, it was because of that moment. It made me really try to understand it because I think it is, for me, it was one of the last hurdles to get over. Yeah, and to push myself to that point of like I have to get into the Bible even more than. What mm-hmm. I want to be, so then, you know, I read about these reformers, these guys that changed the game, and by game I mean the the Christian theology, the the Christian understanding. And though we we argue who they are, mm-hmm. they were in the scriptures.
0: Oh yeah, and and a lot of people, uh, for those who are fami- not familiar with Reformation history, it did not start with Martin Luther.
1: No, no, Martin no, no. Luther was
0: only the biggest. Oh, he was another game changer, th- One of the right. big one of the biggest names that helped push things further to where what we have now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry. But uh so when and then for so if we get onto that, I started looking into what Calvinism it was and um the the topic of tulip. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. <laughs> The topic of the the tulip, you know, and um, there's only one thing that I I'd, I I'd have to argue, which is the second one, and uh, how we are
0: unconditional election.
1: Yep, yep, uh, very good, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to look <laughs> in my notes to be able to remember which one that one was, but it is like in a simple form is like that you are decided by him, mm-hmm. and, and by him I mean by God. It, it is his choice strictly and only. And um, it kind of like it threw up the whole point of like, well, that that kind of s- you know that doesn't set well with me because for the simple fact is, as if that was the way it was, some people are just predestined to just have bad things happen to them, and um, I think it's maybe that way, only just a small,
0: mm-hmm.
1: only is is because like uh, it's how we react to these bad things. Yeah. It decides what the character is and like I said, it goes back to they wanna know you by your fruit. Absolutely. And um we were talking off air for a while ab- about the what is, you know, predetermined and what is so you know you know. We're gonna have to get back on here so they can oh, actually yeah. hear yeah. us. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> we spent too much time off air than yeah, enough time on yeah, air. I was
1: gonna say we've been and we've been really catching up, but um, and, that, and that's you know put it simply, it's still something that I still seek and try to understand, and um, we're, to be as uh, as fine as Matt, we we have to be seek truth, or, you know, truth seekers. Absolutely. And as long as you stay within that that comfort zone, mm-hmm. you're not gonna go wrong, bro. Yeah, you're not.
0: Well, that's that's the thing I I keep finding is I keep going back to. At the, I don't read as much as I should, or study as much as I should. No, focus right. on. Well, you know how it is. I got bills to pay. I got mouths to feed. No, I got to take care of got to take care of those things. Yeah, I. No, um, I find when I do when I am reading through the scriptures, and I listen to different pastors and preachers yep. talk about what they do whatever it is they talk about you i always have i always find myself going back okay what does the scripture actually say yeah no what are they no sp- no scripture says don't use salt <laughs> when you make french fries okay not i may, this is an example yeah, just an example real, by isn't? the way um so no but a pastor should come up and says well Salt is a great thing, and here's why. And he decides to dance around. Don't use salt on French fries. Like, wait a minute, hold on. No. Okay, what are, you, what are you? What are you trying to? What are you trying to say? You're trying to make it okay when the scripture clearly says it's not right. And those kind of things. I find myself keep going back to what does the scripture actually say? What's the what's the cross what's the cross reference? What's the grammar? <laughs> hey, you English type, you <laughs> English types out there. And those who do grammar, what is the grammar of what's being said? Yeah. doesn't matter what translation you're using. What is the, well, don't use the passion translation. But um, <laughs> what is the grammar? That's, that's, that's very. That's a different topic. Oh, for that's a, a different topic. Completely ta- different. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> but, I find, but going back to scriptures, like you're talking about, now when your son passed away, it drove you to, the, you, the spirit of God drove you back to the scriptures. And what does that mean? What does that say?
1: You know it's funny you said that. So we started looking into that and um what brought us to the point was it before John 3:16 uh God talks about how the Holy Spirit drives and eventually is a one it is the force that changes a person. We both agree to that yeah. absolutely because no human can change another human's mind. But for our li- for the,
0: for my listeners, not the force like Star Wars.
1: Yeah, no, that'd be cool but no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to be real. Um it, it, the driving force is what I mean by that is like the changing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it is something that is brought on only by the Holy Spirit and you can change, you know, you can ask for change. Um, yeah. And, and that, that changing, it can only be given to you by the Holy Spirit, but the choice can be made. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Acceptance. Because, all right, so if I were to break it down real quick, is that love is not something that is forced. Absolutely. What is, what is, what is forced love? That's a good question. Pretty sure it's rape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and YouTube just canceled canceled everything.
1: <laughs> well, hopefully not. It's a description <laughs> of like what you know love is supposed to be, the simple, like the most, the best type of love that you can give to somebody is something that is earned. And love is not necessarily a statement like "Man, I love you." But mm-hmm. I have to show you what love is. I have to be able to be like yo. Let's go do something. Let's talk yeah, for hours. Like we just did. <laughs> <laughs> and his wife's we, already called twice. Yeah, um, we already failed. So, <laughs> <laughs> but the plus side is, is that, um, no matter where uh, I look, for me, uh, I see that there is a forgiving God, and that it is o- a choice that we make on a daily basis to accept Him. And then every time that we say, "Lord, You're the leader in my life," mm-hmm. we we can't go wrong. We can't. Absolutely. And then it goes back to when we were talking about John and you go into, was it John three, uh, eight and seven, and even into like five and six, Mm -hmm. it simply talks about the wind and he goes, I will choose where the wind will go. And that's the Holy spirit. We, we agree to that. But then it goes down into Moses speaking about what exactly he was trying to represent was like, it's still the choice. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that goes back to me deciding whether or not I wanted to continue on as a Christian. So if I were to loop this, <laughs> 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 sounds terrible to do, but yeah, go bringing it back to the point when I lost Gabe, it was the choice to continue on. And there are two types of um, things that can happen to a human being during this, which is mm-hmm. PTSD or PTG. Never heard that one before. I know. It's, it's actually happened in, in 2008. They started studying it, and it's uh, post-traumatic growth. Really? And actually, uh, Christians are the only ones that can actually get this. Seriously? well, uh, it, it, It's more acceptable in them. And a lot of people go through, like, years and years of years of, like, psychological evaluations. You know, you're talking to a shrink and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Those things are only going to go you, take you so far. Yeah. And then you and I can both agree on this. I hope that when... When we reach that point of, like, I don't know what to do, what do you do when something bad happens and you don't know where else to turn?
0: The only spot I can turn is back to God.
1: Okay. It, it, and that's what I'm saying. You have to give it to him completely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, um, so when I, when I say that, I mean it to be a point of, like, sal- it's not a point of salvation, kind of, because the, I have to keep going back to him because I, I can't get, receive that thing on my own. Yeah. And, um, after that, that's about, you know, everything else will change because you want it.
0: Mm -hmm. If
1: you need this change and you know, you need this change, God's going to give it to you. And, um, and that's, that's where I found it. So, um, that was, that's kind of how I came across. I really questioned it. I was at that point where it was like, I see it. I see it in Romans. Mm -hmm. I see what he's talking about. And I, I, I seen it even further. You go back into other situations where it was like you talk about how Noah was just, dis- you know, his the entire world was captured and destroyed. It was like at a certain point where God even said, "I am sorry, I made these humans." Yeah. And um, you know, it's even he chose, and that's what love is for me. Love wasn't something that was forced, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's also a two way street, <laughs> dude. If you look at it like that way kind of gets scary you get to a certain point where you're like uh so god has a choice too yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: well uh, well it's like you look at the in Exodus 20 10 commandments before the commandments given what does he say i the lord god who delivered you <laughs> yeah. out of egypt i delivered you you shall have no other gods before me and then goes through the entire list that's where that's where oh, yeah. that's where it starts oh yeah get get god moved first and because he saved you this is what i expect yeah
1: So, like, one of the, I was talking to a, a, a associate of mine that's a, a huge atheist, and <laughs> one of his like driving factors is is that he goes, "Hey, um, I don't like a god who is so strung up and so hung up on only being praised." I was like, "What other god have you ever heard of that is so willing to quickly announce that he is a jealous god?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah, the, he's the most honest human being, or. <laughs> well, he's a human being in the sense of Jesus Christ, but like he is, and if you look at it this way, he said he made us in his image, so like we are going to have the same emotions and save same drives as he does.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, only difference is we drive. are we are we are consumed with sin. God is
1: not. That's right. And so then it goes into the simple form of like, what do I do? And I. I decide. The simple fact is, is that Jesus Christ is the salvation that I'm looking for, and He's the only one that can give it to me. And I do exactly as you said. You go to Him. Yeah, because I think what a lot of people have issues
0: issues with the whole with the predestination. This is just a very prelim conversation, but um, yeah. a lot of, a lot of people have the issue of being off camera. So I'm going to scoot over a little bit. <laughs> uh, the issue of um. No, if God's such a good, loving God, how come this, that, and the other thing? Yeah. And they forget, and they don't realize that God keeps, holds man responsible for what man does.
1: It goes back to Noah.
0: Yeah. Even though my, I believe Mike and I would both agree that the timer went off. <laughs> <laughs> that God is completely sovereign over all things.
1: Amen. It,
0: no, in Romans, it, you know, God says he works out all things for the good, for those that love him and are called according to his purpose. Yep. All things. Don't say that. And a lot of people, well, this this particular thing, like in your situation, well, this wasn't good, that happened to me. God works out all things for the good. And I'm getting, like, sad and teary-eyed thinking about this. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I can't imagine.
1: Um, Yeah, yeah. there's a few spots in the Bible says you should praise when you're going through these hard times. Mm-hmm. And um, I couldn't do it for a while. But as of lately, and to be honest with you, once you start doing it and you <laughs> it seems like it's lip service. But I even prayed that very word like, yeah, I'm giving you lip service when I say this. You need to show me like what you want from me. And there's several times in the Psalms where David did the same thing. Exactly. And so this, it's not uncommon thoughts. Mm -hmm. but you have to you have to pray for faith um and that's one of the things i actually started praying for was like it brought me to my knees so what the faith that ended up carrying me through is when one of the stories when they're all in the boat right and jesus tells them to go out i'll meet you on the other side i'll see you later and they're like uh, all right (laughs) however you're gonna (laughs) get there right and in the middle of it, there's like you know, there's a storm that starts to crack up, and all of a sudden they see Jesus in the middle of the waters, and uh, you know, and and God or Jesus at the time, you know, he even tells them he was like he's telling Peter, he's like, come on, mm-hmm. D- you know, and that's the faith that we have to pray for. Absolutely. You know, that's in to be only be able to walk on water only because of him. That's not a selfish act. That's not something that you should take as in like, h- that's not fair. Like, why can't I have that magical power? It's not magic. It's a faith thing. Yeah. And um, and he even says, all through me, you will move mountains. You can do whatever you want, but it's yeah. got to be with you know.
0: But even more interesting, I think, with that, not to take away from what you're saying, but that pa- passage with um, where, where uh, Peter walks on the water. Yeah. The first question, hey, God, Jesus, is that you? Yeah, it's me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can you prove it to me? Let me come out to you. Yeah. Like, But the response was, oh, oh you ye, ye of little faith. Yeah. Or, or King James, ye of ye little, of little faith.
1: faith. Yeah, I was going to say ye of little faith. Um.
0: No, it's looking to Christ, trusting him solely when he, trusting him in who he is and who he says he is the first he, time he around. He did
1: that with the disciples through their entire time with him. Oh yeah, time and time again. Time and time again, and that is something that also made me realize like we are always going to fall short for the faith. Oh yeah. And if you don't pray for it, you can't get it. Hmm. Um. And then go, goes into the choice thing, and we'll get on this. obviously oh, yeah. We're going to have to Absolutely. continue with the podcast, <laughs> which is we'll find time for. But that was it. It helped drive it. Help drive it home. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't even know how to else explain that because it was it every day when I wake up, it's not me that gets up. Yeah. It's 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 God getting me up and reminding me that you're not done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're not out. You got hit pretty good. Yeah. But you're not done, and you're not out.
0: Yeah. The the great thing about situations like that is that the spirit of God holds on to his own. Oh, for sure. And right. if and if you if you're if you're listening to this and you and you are and you claim the name of Christ and things went to hell in a handbasket and with a pretty big red bow on it, <laughs> trust in Christ. Trust yeah. trust trust in who Jesus said he was. Yeah. Tr- trust in the power and promises of God. And where do you find that?
1: Oh your yeah. Bible. The word. <laughs>
0: And that—that's one thing that we should. If we're having issues, don't don't go to these. Go first to the scriptures. Yep. Find people in your life that can help help you understand these things. If you're not sure about what, I'm not sure what to make about. I can't use pepper on Tuesday. I don't know what this means. Can somebody help me out? <laughs> I use pepper on Tuesday all the time. That's not actually in the scripture. <laughs> I make, I'm trying to be. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> But go back to the scriptures, like Mike has, like I've been trying to do, and the purpose of the show, no, wanting to do that. Yeah. So I'll say with that, because the timer went off several minutes ago, Mike, thanks for hanging out. I look forward to doing more, because this was fun. This is awesome.
1: This is great. Thank you for inviting me, man. This is awesome. No,
0: you're welcome. Uh, Hopefully we can do more.
1: Oh, we will. We will have to. I mean, (laughs) this is the only way it's going to get spread.
0: And until next time. Thank you. If any of you listening have any questions or comments, look up Believing Theologists on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Google Play. I look forward to hearing from you, and I hope you'll stick around for a few episodes or more. This has been an episode of Believing Theologists, proclaiming the gospel and sound doctrine to the furthest reachers of the great state of Michigan. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.